Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you on this thirsty Thursday, October 5th, 2023. Let's dive right into it. I got all your entertainment and Bachelor Nation news in one place. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, so much to talk about today. It's all original content. Designer Randy Rom says her heart fell when a bachelorette ran into the ocean wearing one of her dresses. Oh, boy, as if there isn't a bigger fish to fry. Oh, by the way, speaking of fishes to fry, as you guys may have heard already, I am in the Indian Ocean here in a beautiful country called the Maldives. I, I kid you not, folks, I went snorkeling with my amazing wife today, and we were warned. They said, you know, because we're staying at these like above water villas here on this little island in this atoll near the equator, and they told us that there would be sharks. Guys, we saw sharks, okay? We were snorkeling by ourselves, uh, as they let you do. I don't know why. I don't know why we didn't have a, a guide with a spear gun, but we were snorkeling by ourselves, maybe a hundred yards off of our overwater bungalow, which is where I'm recording this podcast right now, our last night here at this beautiful resort we've been staying at. And we saw a shark. Okay. First of all, I'm going to be completely honest. Do you guys trust my honesty here? The first shark we saw was about two and a half feet long. Okay. Not a big deal. Small shark. Wasn't going to come after me. Little shark. They warned us that there were some bull sharks. I don't know much about bull sharks. In fact, I will Google bull sharks right now and let you know, and let you know a little bit about bull sharks. But I said, all right, how big could these sharks be? I mean, there were humans in the shallows or whatever. I didn't exactly take the time to Google bull sharks here. So we saw the two and a half foot long shark. And by the way, I got these masks, you know, the snorkel and all the stuff they give you. It's always like one size fits all. I've got a rather large nose. My facial hair is coming in, which makes it very hard for my mask to seal. So I've kind of got like water coming into my mask. It's foggy. And I've got a GoPro camera. And uh, my wife, Tasha, points at me and she starts screaming. And I look over and it's like, okay, whatever. You know, there was a five foot shark. All right, a five five-foot shark. I'm already, I'm, a, I'm officially shitting myself now, a five-foot shark, and I go above water, and I stand up. We're in this little coral reef area. I readjust my mask, and then I go back down, and what do we see? Guys, do you trust me or not? I've never lied to you. A 10-foot bull shark swims by us. Fast, agile predators, they will eat almost anything they see, including fish, dolphins, and even other sharks. Humans are not, per se, on their menus. However, they frequent the turbid waters of estuaries and bays and often attack people inadvertently or out of curiosity. Well, I wish I knew that before I decided to go snorkeling with them. This wasn't one of those trips where they safely let you go into the waters of the sharks. No, we were out there by ourselves, of course, one week into my vacation, which means I was plumped up on, uh, you know, extra pastries. I was a uh, bloated Dave, as they call it. I was basically a hot dog there, uh, you know, uh, on the spit at a 7-Eleven, uh, salivating for a shark's nibble. And luckily, and, and, and then my wife goes, I think we should go back home. I was like, yeah, let's go back. Let's go back. And I tried to play it off tough as the bravado of a male does. I was like, no, you know, we should get back in. We got to return the GoPro. We only rented it for an hour, you know, no big deal. And in my head, I was like, let's get out of here. It was, I'm going to be having nightmares about that shark. Either way, I don't know how that turned into a story from Rondi Rom. She said, there's been over 50 seasons of Bachelor-related TV, from the original to The Bachelorette, to its numerous spinoffs, and that means there have been many memorable outfits. No small number of them were designed by Randy Rom, who has worked with the franchise for two decades. So she's upset that they're, they run into the ocean, which, by the way, you should not run into the ocean in your wedding dress. I've heard of people drowning doing that. She said she had a wedding dress worth 17000 
thousand dollars. And um, I guess I guess after the proposal, they ran into the ocean. It looks like she was actually talking about the one from JP and Ashley after they got engaged in Fiji. So maybe it wasn't even a wedding dress. Either way, their relationship didn't last, and it looks like the dress didn't either. All right, let's move it on to our next story here. Oh, boy. We're going to get to some Bachelor news. I got Golden Bachelor. I've got Bachelorette. I've got all that. But did you hear about the story of the conspiracy theory about FEMA's October 4th emergency alert test? Oh, boy. Moms, moms, moms. What are you doing? Can we, for anyone who shared this story, can we get you a ban from Facebook for a week, please? This week, every television, radio, and cell phone in the United States will send out an electronic warning tone of an emergency alert. But don't be concerned. This will only be a test. The test will be conducted at around 11.20 in the morning. It's called the Nationwide Emergency Alert Test. It includes a series of loud alarms meant to attract attention. So, of course, I got a message from my mom. This wasn't the one my mom sent me, but there was a lot like this. Hey, make sure your phone is shut off at 2.19 until 2.50 tomorrow. The government is sounding an emergency signal at that time, and many think it's at a frequency that could make you, all of us, sick. Different frequencies can affect us positively, but there are some that can harm us. Many think the frequency they are using can and will harm us. And I said, don't be an idiot and share stupid things. And then I got a ton of funny comments from people. My mom called me today and said her friend said to turn off her phone because they're sending a disease. I can't. And then my friend commented, my whole company had spontaneous diarrhea when the alert hit. Someone else said, just heard it would be a good idea to turn cell phones off between two and three. They are updating something and it's best not to have phones on. So, you know, idiots just being idiots. Of course, it's always fun to make fun of these people. Someone wrapped their phone in tinfoil. And then my buddy messaged me and he said, everyone got diarrhea, not me. I got a hard on during a presentation. So that's what happened when his phone went off. I was like, I don't think that had to do with the emergency system. You know, there are nanoparticles in the vaccines and the phone's going to trigger, you know. So, hey, I'm still alive. I'm still talking to you. But, hey, maybe maybe the um, nanoparticles will make me a better power recapper. Who knows, folks? And speaking of power recapping, we've got the Bachelor in Paradise trailer for you coming right after a quick word from our sponsors. All right, tonight is week two of Bachelor in Paradise. Here's a quick trailer to prepare us for the show that'll be on at 9 p.m. after The Golden Bachelor. We'll have that trailer for you right after this. In paradise, love is growing, rivals are showing. I have zero respect for you, none. And minds are blowing. Hannah Brown? Hurricane Hannah is about to hit the beach in paradise. Why is she here? New Bachelor in Paradise, tonight on ABC. All right, so that's a something we have to look forward to. And also, we are looking forward to week two of Golden Bachelor, which will be on at 8 p.m. tonight. That's right. You got a full night's worth of broadcasting. I won't be doing a pre-show or after show. That's right, because I'm out of the country. I'll be binge watching these over the weekend when I make it back into the States. They don't have Hulu in uh, the Maldives, but you know what they have? Bull sharks. (laughs) They got those. Golden Bachelor hits three-year high for franchise with cross-platform viewing. That's right, folks. The show, Golden Bachelor, sets a three-day record for streaming views of an ABC show on Hulu. After a solid showing for its initial broadcast, The Golden Bachelor continued gathering momentum in the subsequent days, enough to hit a three-year high for The Bachelor franchise in total viewers. You know, because everyone's so worried about how many viewers did the premiere have and this and that, but what is the most interesting 
is word of mouth, which means it's not necessarily, and this is the same thing for YouTube. Sometimes when I have a video that doesn't perform well at first, but has a long watch time, it'll initially not do well, but end up getting a lot of views because YouTube will say, oh my gosh, people are actually watching this video at a higher frequency than not. Let's promote it to new people. And the same can be said for The Bachelor. Even though it did well at the premiere, the thing that really set it apart is the chatter that people had, the old water cooler conversations. Oh my gosh, I loved it. It was amazing. It was heartwarming. You know, those uh, types of buzz are gold and gold for the Golden Bachelor and something that, you know, you can't replicate with paid advertising. So I'm going to share with you guys a couple trailers for tonight's episode of The Golden Bachelor. Have a listen. This is the very first one-on-one -on -one date with Teresa. I can't wait to know more about her. So, I wanted to tell you... Yes, yes, yes. ...that I really felt like a connection to you the minute I saw you when I walked up. I like Gary so much. I feel like we have so much in common. I want tonight to go well. I really want it to go well. I married my high school sweetheart. Sound familiar? Mm -hmm. I married bit. my high school sweetheart, and we were married 42 years, and... He passed away. Neither one of us thought this was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. We thought we were gonna live with our spouses for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Teresa's story was so similar to mine. All of a sudden, my emotion about my loss, I didn't feel like breaking down and crying for once. I felt like we're back to hopefulness about the future. You know what this show reminds me of? And I haven't even watched it yet, like I said, because I'm abroad, uh, you know, fighting bull sharks. But the, <laughs> the show reminds me of, you know, like, like, like The Notebook. You know, it reminds me of a good old-fashioned fairy tale love story in the making. And I really feel like we're about to just be wowed out there. Let's go to another trailer for tonight's episode. Have a listen. What do you say to guys that have only known you a very short time that tell you you're a really sexy woman? Mm. It's a state of mind for you almost, isn't it? It is, but I also am very um, sensitive and I like to speak from my heart. The Leslie that is on the outside Mm. isn't really the Leslie that's on the inside. No. You got I, that soft, gooey inside, I do. not you? You've really clarified some things for me. <laughs> you, you really have. There's one more thing I need to clarify. Only one? Well, no, many. But if you ever want to whisper sweet nothings in my ear, I will be able to hear you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Leslie shows me that she has two hearing aids as well. And I thought that was really kind of darling. So if I whisper softly. Now I can hear you. Really? Easy, Gary. <laughs> Woo. Behave. Uh, we're not going to say. That's for me to know. And us to find out. So, uh, look, the show's just a smashing hit. And you know why? Here's my uh, hypothesis. Because we have someone to root for. No offense to Zach Shall Cross, right? No, one, no offense to Matt James. No offense to Clayton or Colton or any of these guys. They're, there's nothing to root for. They're just a strong guy in their late 20s. You know what I mean? It's, it's too familiar. So the Gary Turner storyline uh, actually has the same technique that uh, they call Save the Cat. 
It's a book uh, in screenwriting coined by Blake Snyder and refers to a particular plot device. The save the cat method involves having the protagonist, in this case Gary, do something admirable towards the start of the story in order to establish them as a likable person and get the audience on their side. Having the protagonist save a cat can be literal or figurative. So uh, Gary's cat saving isn't necessarily him doing a good deed. It's the fact that he's likable because he's overcome tragedy in his life. And in screenplays, they have to create a scenario where we want to root for the main character. And with The Golden Bachelor, the scenario that we're rooting for is their race against time. It's their race to find somebody to spend the last act of their life with, a friend. So that's what I think is so interesting about Golden Bachelor that separates it from uh, previous versions of the show. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know out there. All right. In a non-Bachelor story, how about this? Missouri high school teacher put on leave after district officials discover her OnlyFans account. I want to know which district official. is. It probably was the gym teacher, right? He's like, hey, you hear about Nancy over there? For $4.99, a Missouri high school English teacher was placed on leave. Oh, it's always an English teacher or maybe an art teacher on leave after district officials discovered she was performing pornography on the website OnlyFans to supplement her income. Brianna Coppage, 28, taught at St. Clair High School in Franklin County, 55 miles southwest of St. Louis. She told the St. Louis Post-Dispatch last month that she understood the risks involved with the account. She said, I'm very aware that I am probably never going to teach again. She said in an interview with the Post-Dispatch, I am sad about that. I do miss my students. Coppage, who was in her second year of teaching, said she was put on leave Wednesday and her access to email and other school software was revoked as the district investigates. Well, I'll tell you what, there was 100% attendance at student teacher night. Oh, boy. Uh, You know what? Look, here's the deal. I don't know if teachers should be held to a higher level of superiority than the rest of America. I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, this is what uh, this is what the superintendent Kyle Cruz said in a statement that the district was made aware that an employee may have posted inappropriate media on one or more internet sites. Cruz said legal counsel would investigate and take action according to board policy. There is this expectation that teachers should be the moral leaders of students, and I do not disagree with that. I taught the curriculum. I taught students reading and writing, and I didn't guide them on my thoughts or beliefs. I guess my question is, is it morally unbecoming as an adult to perform uh, pornography for free or for pay or whatever? Is that a moral issue we have in today's society? Coppage said she joined OnlyFans during the summer to supplement her teaching salary, which was $42,000 last year. All right, so she was doing OnlyFans in the summer. I mean, all teachers get a side gig in the summer. She said she's made an additional $8,000 to $10,000 a month performing on the website. All right, so if she really takes this uh, fame she's going to get from this story and blows up her porn page, she's going to make 10 times as much as she'd make teaching anyway. Uh, She said, I do not regret joining OnlyFans. I know it can be taboo, or some people may believe that it is shameful, but I don't think sex work has to be shameful. I do just wish things just happened in a different way. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. People might disagree with me on this one, but I think you know, uh, at what age, you know, is it distracting to the students? I don't know, maybe, but like, you know, the fact that teachers barely get paid uh, much money, 42 grand in today's world, are you kidding me? And then they got to pay for all of their pencil sharpeners and whatnot. I tell you what, she probably doesn't have to do a GoFundMe because she's making such a killer amount on her side gig there uh, for, you know, art supplies. 
but either way, look, I, I'm torn on it because I can understand that things are distracting to others. But if a boy is distracted by a girl wearing shorts to gym to class, that's on him. That's not on her. And if a boy is distracted because the teachers on OnlyFans, that's on him, not on her. I don't know. What do you guys think about this matter? Uh, it leads us to the next story here, and we have a lot of content to get to. Becca Martinez just gave birth, and she was sharing her birthing story, and this is what she had to say. I've always shared my birth stories on a monetized podcast platform. We do Patreon now instead of working with a podcast ad agency because we're still struggling to get paid for months of work from our former podcast that was free with ads. I know paying isn't as fun as free, but we try to make our show as affordable as possible while still making sure we're getting compensated for our time. And look, there's no such thing as a free lunch. If she does a free podcast, you're going to get her ads. There's always going to be a way that they get monetized. You know where I stand on this matter. Content creators should know their worth and they should get paid for their time. And if you do not value paying them for their time, then you don't value them at that price point they have set. That is free market capitalism, right, folks? Uh, But some people online are very upset about this. Michelle Young also just changed her Patreon level to $18 a month and folks were up in arms. Oh my gosh, who's paying for this? It's like, look, if someone decides to sell a purse for $200, no one says, who's paying for either buy the dang purse or don't buy the purse either join michelle young's patreon or don't but this idea that content creators have to give their content away for free is an idea that is very entitled to the consumer i mean do you watch tv shows for free well maybe you do but you're going to sit through a whole bunch of advertisements you might check out my podcast for free but it's going to come with ads that are placed in there somewhere because daddy's got to eat i don't know if you know this i have to go to therapy because i almost fought a bull shark today So either way, I am in full support of Becca charging uh, to share her birth story. If you so want to hear what she has to say, you can pony up for the Patreon. As you guys know, I've got a very successful Patreon with about 230 of you guys. Uh, this week's been a little quiet uh, for me because I've got spotty internet. You know, there's something about these bull sharks that are uh, fighting with the 4G frequencies here. Uh, but uh, but um, normally I do private live streams and this and that, and I appreciate everyone who has joined the Patreon. It's about 10 to 15% of my yearly revenue, which really adds up. I mean, it's either that or OnlyFans. I'm, you know what I mean? And trust me, nobody wants to see my OnlyFans. What if I had an OnlyFans of me in a Speedo fighting a bull shark? Would you watch that? I probably would. Either way, we're going to get to some other Bachelor content. I've got some Titanic news for you and some other stories on your way right after this quick free word from our sponsors. Okay, we are back and let's wrap this podcast up. You want to dismount this puppy? Well, it looks like the Bambi remake is sparking furious backlash as Disney might get rid of the scene where Bambi's mom dies. Spoiler! Disney's Bambi is getting a live-action remake over 80 years since the animated version hit screen. Look, okay, I, I understand they want to coddle people. You know, maybe it's disarming to have a scene where someone's it's tragic but how many people have seen deer roadkill on the highway and not thought twice about it and yet on the cartoon version we have a problem with kids sensitivities i don't know whatever i don't know maybe get rid of it why you know what maybe bam you know i'm not one of those guys who's like what's with this woke disney crap you're giving bambi 
you know, uh, in Thumper participation trophies. I don't know. Uh, someone said, how exactly do you modernize something that took place in the middle of the forest, wrote JW Cartoonist on X. There was nothing about Bambi's original story that screamed this was made in the 40s. Yeah, because there's that idea that's like, well, you know, uh, there are Disney movies, you know, that are anti-Semitic or very strange or bizarre racist in different ways, and they want to clean them up for, uh, you know, an age that's more inclusive. I totally understand that. But with Disney, it's a coming-of-age tale told with animals in a timeless forest full of moments of joy lost danger and love all facets of not only the human experience but of life itself there is zero need to modernize it is what some folks say what do you guys think get rid of the death scene or keep it i'll tell you what scene i want to keep uh the titanic uh, scene where he makes love in a uh, car i want to keep that scene leonardo dicaprio titanic outfit going up for sale the character in Titanic didn't have much to, to his name when he got on the ship, and now Jack Dawson's outfit is expected to sell for way over six figures. I'm telling you this. I think they should sell the car. You know, the car where you know where she uh, he's they're banging or whatever. Uh, I, this movie came out when I was like 11. I was like, why is the car so steamy? You know what I mean? Uh, what's going on in that car? Uh, is, is Jack drawing Rose again? Oh, yeah, he drew her all right. Uh, that's not a charcoal tip pen, if you ask me. Okay, anyway. Draw like one of your French whores, Jack. All right, and in other... <laughs> Jeez, we're really spiraling out of control here. What if they redid Titanic and they did it, they modernized it and they got rid of the nude scene? It's like, let me tell you something. If you were my age growing up and you porn didn't exist, the internet did not exist. The only way you had uh, access to any nudity whatsoever is the two-part VHS of the Titanic and you had to rewind it. Please be kind and rewind. Well, Drew, Mary, Drew Barrymore is back in the news. Head writers for her show won't return. The damage is done, they say. Drew Barrymore's actions during the writer's strike appear to have royally pissed off the top writers on her talk show because they're quitting, refusing to work when the show returns post-strike. Well, let me tell you this about any writer that I know. Their dream isn't to uh, write on the show The Drew Barrymore Show. No, that's not any writer's dream. A trio of co-head writers who worked on The Drew Barrymore Show pre-strike have reportedly turned down offers to come back and work for her syndicated daytime program. My, my thought on this is, who cares? But of course, they had enough time off to realize, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Do we need to be on this? And the answer, I guess, is no. While the WGA strike was ongoing, however, they could be seen picketing outside of CBS's New York City office on multiple occasions. And when Drew announced she was prematurely bringing her show back before the strike was over, a couple of them openly expressed disappointment in their boss, echoing the backlash. Yeah, they talked a lot of trash to their boss, and they were probably like, I guess we should go back to that place and uh, you know that happens a lot how many people after the pandemic were like you know what i don't know this whole pandemic this whole global pandemic really told me i don't want to be doing that job anymore and that's fine with me folks and speaking of jobs you know me i got this job uh, i've done it for a few years now provide you the news uh we actually are coming up uh in a few weeks on our on our one-year anniversary of the bachelor rush hour podcast what do you think about that you know what i'm thinking for tomorrow because i'm going to be flying and i'm not going to have too much content to talk about why don't we do a Q&A let's do a Q&A for tomorrow's podcast so if you have any questions or answers either one advice for my life how to fight bull sharks just let me know uh go on to my instagram at dneals d-n-e-a-l-z i'm going to leave a Q&A and ask me any question if it's anything i can get to here i will and that'll be on tomorrow's episode uh, which will be a good one and then saturday i've got a driving with dave featuring a non-bachelor audience member my friend cosette she's got multiple million f uh, followers on instagram and tiktok she's a content creator and if you have any clue about what goes on in the world of content creating you're going to 
will love to hear that episode that'll be on Driving with Dave this Saturday. All right, folks. Well, I think that's going to do it for me. I did want to mention uh, an update on the lawsuit. It so far have yet to receive any legal documents from the lady who threatened to sue me. I, of course, took the two videos down that she had a problem with in my response video that I made because uh, I was like, you know what? This is this is the way my mind works. She was like, uh, you know, she sent me a letter saying you got to take these videos down. And my thought was, well, I could take them down and then make a video about getting sued. And I think the video could actually perform better than the initial videos and that's 3d chess well i made a video called will i get sued and then i shared you know clips of the two deleted videos that has become a bestseller 12,000 views yesterday and 2,000 watch hours so i guess you guys are invested in this clayton paternity scandal we're going to get updates very soon apparently monday or tuesday we're going to know the results of the paternity test i've got my alerts turned on there will be an absolute breaking news story coming coming from me once we hear the results of that paternity test. It's either Clayton's the dad, Clayton's not the dad, or inconclusive. Either way, it's going to be shocking to get that information. We should really get a bet going for this one. All right, well, in the meantime, I've uh, survived another day. I will not be swimming in the open ocean anytime soon. And uh, thank you guys all so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. As always, I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.